Hello, fellow do-gooders and friends. I'm your host, Karina Blizzy, an activist and cause marketer who's passionate about social impact and sustainability. In today's mini-sode, we're going to talk about healthcare and health equity. As we get started, I want you to think about your health journey and the healthcare experience of those that you love. Welcome to Care More, Be Better, a podcast for people like you who care about the social impact of conscious companies and everyday heroes. Hear inspiring stories from those who put people and planet before profit and personal gain. You'll learn how you can make a difference, vote with your dollars, and get involved today. Here's your host, Karina Belizzi. Thanks for joining today's conversation. Step one, we're here. We're thinking about healthcare. We're thinking about health equity. Now for step two, I'm getting ready to share my personal story. Uh, (laughs) It's tough to consider doing that. So taking a step back, um, let's talk about where our healthcare system is today. There are some that have worked hard to make it seem like access to healthcare is a privilege and one that we should all pay for directly out of our pockets and through our employers. But this poses serious problems for those who lose their jobs and suddenly have to come up with gigantic monthly fees just to cover the most basic care. So let's put ourselves for a moment in the shoes of that person. You've just lost your job. Your health care is maybe going to exist for another uh, couple of weeks before you either sign up for COBRA or find another solution. You might qualify for Medi-Cal, Medicaid, or even Medicare. What if your doctor isn't on that plan? You might have to change doctors. And if you have a specific health problem, that can make navigating that change even harder. The system really is thoroughly broken. So as we think about this, I'm going to share my personal story. When I was 18, I was already out of the house. I was living on my own while I went to a community college and without a real healthcare plan. I worked at a local retail shop selling sunglasses and earning about nine bucks an hour after you consider my commission payments. It was barely enough to keep rent paid, uh, gas in my car, food in my belly, and my textbooks paid for. I didn't have health insurance. I went to Planned Parenthood for my annuals, and I paid on a sliding scale given my income. They were essentially my healthcare provider. And then I contracted HPV, human papilloma virus, something for which we now have a vaccine, but that didn't exist back then. It's also known as genital warts. I know, disgusting. I noticed some bumps where they shouldn't be and visited Planned Parenthood. I was really, really lucky. Not only did I find the warts early, I also happened to visit a Planned Parenthood near Stanford in Mountain View. That location had doctors from Stanford who completed part of their residencies at Planned Parenthood. I hadn't known that when I walked in the door. Typically, the treatment for HPV for those that don't have great insurance includes essentially burning the warts off with acid and hoping they don't return. Unfortunately, as the doctors shared with me, that usually aggravates the system, and the warts can come back even stronger. If they don't get all of them in that first treatment, it's even worse. I could end up with cervical cancer or ovarian cancer. It was serious. So they gave me an option. If I was willing to be an example for Stanford medical students and essentially have my vagina on display to a gallery of students observing my diagnosis, treatment, and surgery, I could receive cutting-edge laser surgery at Stanford's hospital. 
I would only have to cover what I could afford, which they estimated to be about $160 given my income level and expenses. What a miracle. Yes, I would have to say goodbye to modesty and maybe a bit of my dignity, but I was also given an incredible gift, cutting edge surgery covered by Stanford at their facility. Follow up appointments with Stanford doctors who would be there at Planned Parenthood to serve me. I was really incredibly lucky. That was 26 years ago. I have not had an abnormal pap since. They got it all. Now, why do I bring this up? Healthcare has become a polarizing issue in the United States. There are some who say that having universal health care is akin to socialism. Many villainize Planned Parenthood, calling the doctors who work there baby killers and picketing in front of their offices. What they don't understand is that Planned Parenthood offers vital services to those that could not otherwise afford care. Those people would otherwise not get the help they need when they need it. They wait until it's too late, until their warts have turned into cancer. Which leads me to this summer. Now today, I have access to incredible health care. And this July, I woke up one morning to discover a dark, weirdly textured spot on my left cheekbone, just below the temple. You know, this is exactly where my baseball cap would stop protecting me from the sun. Because I have good care, I immediately reached out to my doctor's office and got an appointment for the very next day. I went in for an appointment. They took specialized photographs. They sent them off to dermatology. And I waited. A month later, I hadn't heard back. So I had to make a bunch of calls, ended up on hold in these seemingly endless loops for 30 minutes at a time, an hour, and finally connected with someone helpful. They promised me I'd get a call back within 24 hours, and yet even then the phone didn't ring. A week later, I get a note in my inbox. The results from dermatology are in. Apparently, my paperwork had gone missing and they had to track it down. It took six weeks to go from me seeing this spot to diagnosis. And I have great health care. The conclusion is this, I have precancerous lesions, technically called actinic keratosis. I've been prescribed a special cream that I was able to pick up on insurance along with another cream to help deal with any side effects for, I don't know, $15. You know, there are very detailed instructions about how to apply this cream, the cleaning procedures, etc., Side effects may be really unpleasant, but this early in treatment, I have applied two doses. I can't say if that will be the case for me. My hope is I escape that unscathed, but time will tell. In a couple of weeks, these lesions should disappear. Uh, They will flake up and fall off. I will heal. It won't turn into a full-fledged melanoma skin cancer like the one that took my grandmother's life. It won't because I have access to great health care, and I have the agency and privilege to take care of business when I see a problem arise. I won't go to the doctor too late. So many people lack those vital resources, and it simply should not be that way. We need to fix our health care system. We need to provide solutions for people who don't have insurance, so they can get the care they need when they need it, and so they know they can access it when they notice something weird with their health. We need to create a system that protects those without, that catches them before they tumble to the ground. So call me a socialist if you want, 
But it's my belief that access to solid health care really is the hallmark of a society that cares for all of its people, of one that has evolved to ensure we're all treated equally, that we have equal access, equal rights. And I think we need to keep this conversation alive between election cycles, not just once every two or four years. So I ask you, what do you think about our current healthcare system? What do you think we can or should do to change it for the better? I really want to hear from you. Send me an email or message me on Instagram or Facebook. When you visit our website, caremorebebetter.com, you can even send me a note directly from our contact page that ends up right in my inbox. If you work in healthcare and you have thought of some solutions that just haven't been implemented yet, tell us. I would love to hear from you. Share your experiences, your thoughts and ideas. And if you do, I'll gladly share those thoughts on a future show. And don't worry, I'll protect your anonymity using only your first name, maybe the city you're from, or giving no name at all, as you prefer. I hope you've enjoyed this peek behind the curtain and a little bit more about me and my journey. And I want to thank you for listening to Care More, Be Better and being a part of the community that we're building. It really is my firm belief that by having difficult conversations and by sharing stories like the ones that I did today, that we can inspire others to act. So again, thank you for being a part of this pod and this community, because together we really can do so much more. Thanks for listening to Care More, Be Better, a podcast for social good. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. And share with your friends to help us reach more people and spread more social good.